Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports. Today I am joined by Helena High girls basketball coach Ben Dudek. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Excited for the season. Yes, it's just right around the corner, isn't it? It is, yeah, one week away. <laughs> That's awesome. So I guess my first question is always, what got you into coaching? Got me into coaching? Oof. Uh, well, when I was 20, well, I played basketball throughout my high school and college years and when I was 21 I got a job in Harrisburg Pennsylvania with an organization called Advanced Hoops um, and that it's a youth basketball training organization and I picked up coaching there started coaching youth teams and uh, and and then eventually got into coaching some high school basketball as as an assistant varsity coach and just kind of fell in love with uh, coaching a sport that I've loved to play uh, you know growing up. That's awesome. So talk to me a little bit about what it means to be a head coach at Helena High. I mean, Helena is such a cool town. What does it mean to be one of the head coaches in Helena High? Yeah, it's it's a great honor. Uh, there's a great history of, you know, not only women's basketball at Helena High, but also sports uh, just in general. Um, and it's a great community. Uh, so it's it, it's a, a fun place to coach and be a part of um, as everybody's supporting each other. And uh, you, you know, you know, see coaches and players from different sports come out and support everybody else that's up in their season. So it's an honor to, to be a head coach there. Uh, and I, and I definitely uh, don't take it very lightly because, because uh, while it's a, you know, a lot of fun, it's a great responsibility. Um, and, and I, uh, and you know enjoy every minute of it for sure so you're fairly new um to the head coaching gig at Helena High how have you seen yourself as a coach grow from year to year uh yeah this is this be my third year um you know the first year it was during COVID uh right. that I took over so that had its had, had its challenges obviously being a new coach uh, has its challenges but you know, not only that, you know, coming in during COVID with all those rules and regulations that we had, uh, we had no crossover conference games that year. Uh, that was kind of a difficult year to kind of just walk through, um, you know, from a logistical standpoint with COVID and, you know, and last year, uh, you know, more normal, um, but, but we were really young. Uh, so, you know, we, we dealt with some of those, uh, issues, but, but the girls responded in, uh, in great ways. So, um, growth uh i think one of the biggest areas of growth is understanding the landscape of montana basketball uh, you know where i'm from in new york and pennsylvania logistically basketball looks a little bit different um so learning the kind of the ins and outs of that um sorry <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah. So just learning the, uh, the different landscape of Montana basketball has been, you know, one thing that I've had to grow in uh, just to kind of blend what I know uh, from my experience in the East coast to, to how things are done here. For sure. So, you know, actually, I just got the chance to talk to Coach Takira at U of M, and he talked a little bit about the South and the East, how it's different. But how do you see it being different from Montana at the high school level? Well, one of the primary differences is swinging, um, is players who swing. So, you know, where I'm from in New York, as soon as you play a varsity minute, you're on the varsity team. Um, and you can't play a JV minute again. So that that's a big shift, right, is is having certain players go two and three or three and two or um, decide if you're going to have teams be, you know, four, you know, qual or, you know, be available for four quarters versus one quarter. So all of that is was a challenge in the beginning for sure. Because it's just not, uh, it's, it's, it's not kind of how things are done back there. Um, I, I, I also think uh, just numbers, uh, sophomore teams are not, I, I never heard of a sophomore team before I came to Montana. So, you know, that was a different aspect that I had to learn how to juggle, or, you know, juggle four teams and, and what that meant with girls swinging or just all those logistic things with minutes and quarters, uh, you know, available quarters. I, that is probably the primary difference. Um, shot clock is another one that, that, that is, that was a primary uh, difference uh, as well. So, you know, obviously with the implementation of that this year, things will be a, a little bit more normalized for me in terms of the coaching in a game um, right. and that strategy that it takes to, to coach under a shot clock era. Um, so yeah, I mean, all of those things were challenges to start, but you know, as, as you go throughout a couple of years, you know, you learn the ins and outs of it and you learn how to manage those things. And, um, and it's been, it's been good to look at things a different way, uh, and, and blend kind of what I know with, you know, what happens here. For sure. No, I always, uh, joked with my friends and my parents, you know, Go into those basketball games if you had like two minutes left on the clock. Why don't you just pass the ball around? Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> because it's more likely turnover. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Longer you go. For sure. For sure. So, you know, you talked a little bit about how the state is split up with Western and Eastern AA. So, how do you use those like crossover state games with the Eastern to help your team for the Western part of the state? Yeah, I mean, it's a good, I mean, you can call it kind of preseason, um, yeah. so to speak, because those games really don't matter in terms of standings, you know, because really what you're what you're looking for is, and, and I, th I think that's probably another difference too, you know, like in, in Pennsylvania where I was coaching and in, in, in New York where I was playing, every game mattered. Um, so I actually kind of like this aspect of it because you can, in the beginning of the year, when you're playing these teams, you can kind of, you know, throw some different lineups out, see what's meshing, see what's not, um, you know, what's working structurally, what's not working structurally. So you can really prepare yourself for the conference play. Cause once you get into January, all 14 of those games matter and they matter a lot because you, you want to be seated properly for divisionals. So, uh, you know, it's also nice to see some of those teams prior to 
the state tournament if that's where you end up. Uh, so, you know, we're going to be able to see, you know, the defending champion Skyview uh, this year on Friday night, um, you know, senior Belgrade, Bozeman. So being able to see some of those teams early uh, is is a nice uh, thing for, I, I think, both sides of the tracks. For sure. The interruption, I just wanted everybody. So, you know, as they just kind of announced there with Capital winning State and Helena High doing well as well, how does the overall atmosphere of athletics in Helena doing well help your girls basketball team with turnout and stuff like that? It's tremendous. You know, Coach Garson Forb and I, uh, who coaches at Capital, we always talk about how, you know, we want both girls basketball programs to do well. Um, we want us both pushing each other, not only during the season, but also in the off season. And, you know, we've been able to implement some new things, you know, between the programs to keep that, keep that competitive uh, spirit alive. I, I think that's really important, especially in Montana, because the, the towns are so spread out. They're so far apart. So it's not as easy to get, um, you know, competitive, basketball games is high school especially when girls and boys are playing three different sports and everything like right. that so um you really have to have to take what you have in your town and, and make it the best you could possibly make it and i think we do that in helena throughout all sports um all head coaches across you know the capital boundaries versus our boundary i think we're all working towards the same thing uh, i think that builds a great culture in our town uh, that allows all sports uh, here to really thrive and to compete at a high level. Uh, so I'm very proud of that. I'm very proud to be part of that, not only at, you know, in Helen high, but also uh, in this great town of Helena. For sure. For sure. So what are those crosstown games like with Helena capital? Well, I've only really had two real ones because the first year, uh, you know, limited fans were right obviously able to be there so uh those those games weren't like last year uh i, I think normalized to be honest with you i mean again that's it, it's it's a big rivalry um obviously and and it's a, a great excitement for the girls but um it's i've kind of used to gyms being packed you know so i like yeah. that aspect you know i like the gyms being packed i like the student sections being there um but it's no it's great to see the, the the support of our town come out for both sides and um and I, I know the girls the guys you know no matter what sport it is they really love those games and you don't ever have to talk about playing hard or executing or anything like that because you know both sides of that it's it's you know who's who's just going to put the ball in the bucket more than you know the other team that night and I think that's kind of what happened last year in our two crosstown games it's they're both highly competitive uh, you know, we just happened to shoot really well the first game and, and, you know, they played pretty well and put the ball in the bucket the second game. So, uh, it, it, you know, it's exciting. Um, and, and, and again, like I said, you know, that competitive nature between the two schools is what's driving both these programs to be successful year after year. For sure. <clears throat> um, what was I going to ask? <laughs> I just had a complete blank. Sorry. Um, no. Anyways. But um, I guess what my next question is, is when I talk to um, athletes, when I talk to coaches, a lot of their memories aren't on the court with the teams. 
What's your favorite memory off the court with your teams that you've had so far? Yeah, my favorite memory, we were, you know, last year, um, we we were all just during Christmas break after practice in the morning, we all went out for coffee afterwards and we were sitting there and just chatting about life and things that were going on. And, and one of our, well, the conversation got turned around to the great chemistry that our, our team had. And uh, one of our players said, you know, we're so lucky to, to have this great chemistry. And I remember telling the, the players in that moment, uh, you guys aren't lucky to have the chemistry you're you're creating it you, you know you're in control of that chemistry and I thought that was a pretty powerful moment not only for the team but also just us collectively as a group to understand that you know we're in control of not only how we play in the court but also you know whether we're enjoying being out bowling together or out getting coffee or are we enjoying bus rides you know the hotel dinners um, all of those things that make you realize that, you know, this is, this is so much bigger than just a game. Right. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm really proud of the friendships that, that our players have, have built with each other. Um, and I would, I, I would say that that's something that I look forward to seeing every day when I walk in the gym is, is these girls who love each other, care about each other um, on and off the court. So that was, that was my favorite memory, but it's a lot of them off the court. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, and it, speaks true the teams that do better are close teams you know they're not selfish they're a cohesive unit and that speaks to them doing better at the end of the year I think yeah yeah a lot of trust has to go into it so trust is built on and off the court which is yeah I'm very I'm, I'm very fortunate that we have a group that chooses to make that choice um, you know to build those relationships with each other and to trust one another so it's good for sure. So um, as a high school coach, you sadly only have these players for four years. So how do you help them develop to hopefully play at the next level? Yeah, you know, that's that's actually one of the primary pieces of my background is is training um, back in Pennsylvania. That's what I did. So, you know, I really try to look at players strengths, weaknesses, make sure that their strengths are not forgotten. Um, that their strengths are being improved on as well. And, and then obviously the weaknesses, you know, are you, you know, so we have players that, you know, str struggle to finish, um, you know, at that next level, you know, it's not just how good of a shooter you are. You know, if you're at the basket, you got to be able to put that ball in the basket through contact. Um, so it's just, I mean, that's just one example of, of seeing a, you know, player's weakness or you know and, and and making sure that you focus on that in training so uh training is a major piece not only to to being successful throughout the season but it's also an, a vital piece for a player's development um so i'm i'm very happy to 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 help and any kid in our program out to make sure that they get to where they're supposed to be so um yeah, no, it's, it's 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 an exciting piece when players like Alex Bullock sign to Carroll and they see a you know dream kind of come true for what they wanted to do for years. Um, and I'm, I'm very happy for those kids. Well, and it's awesome too that you have that training background, so you're able to help them from not only, of course, the coaching, but you know what how to do it to get them to that next level with your background. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I really enjoy that aspect too. I, I, I think that's where 
when you get two kids in a gym and you're really able to work with them uh, one-on-one, that's not only where skills, uh, you know, are improved upon, but it's also where relationships can get built too. You know, you really get to know kids a lot better when you're spending a time, you know, an hour, an hour and a half just with two kids. And you you could talk about life and joke around and, and, and kind of, see like, Hey, I'm more than a coach and you're more than a player, you know, we're people. And, 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 that, and that's a really cool aspect of it. For sure. So if you could look into the future into March at the time of the state tournament, where do you hope to see the Bengals? Uh, you know, we were, we had some disappointment last year. Um, and, you know, felt like we were good enough to be there uh, at the state tournament and just didn't, you know, you know, didn't get there. Um, our, our goal from day one is to be at the state tournament um, in, in March. Uh, we, we have a really talented group. Um, at, almost everybody's coming back uh, from, you know, last year's team. So uh, we, we have high, high goals. And those, while those are the goals, March is a long way away. <laughs> and the only <laughs> way you get there is by making sure you're continuing to improve. You know, it's, the, the same message goes out every year that, you know, my, my, my goal for the team, I think our goal as a program is that we are the most competitive that we can be. So what that looks like from, you know, our games in December to our games in January is going to look different than, you know, that, than what's in March. We just want to continue to improve. Um, so that's going to be the message in order to get us there because uh, March is a long way away and and the day-to-day interactions and, and and how we continue to improve from where we've been last year in the summer uh, is going to get us to the destination that we want to be. For sure. Well, I wish the best to the Bengals this year and thank you so much for uh, coming on and talking about basketball. Yep. Appreciate it. All right. You have a great rest of your day. Thanks. You too. Hey guys, Mitch here with Wide Left Sports, and do I have a company I would love to highlight for you. It's called Big Sky Customs. They make lifelike figurines of your playing days, which I think is awesome because every single person, once they're done with their playing days, they miss it. And um, how cool would it be to have a lifelike figurine to commemorate that? And I mean, Rob goes down to the very minute details about it. It's awesome. And the best part is it's out of Montana. Um, So, yeah, if you want to get one ordered, just go to his Facebook page, Big Sky Customs, and start a conversation with him about it. And hopefully you enjoy your lifelike figurine from Big Sky Customs.